0: Standing by on the newsmaker line, Third District Congressman Jim Banks. Mister Congressman, good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Pat. Good to be with you. Good to have you with me. Uh, you know, and here's here's what I want to know, and I need an answer from you, and I hope you you're going to give me a good, clean, non political answer. You're with me every Thursday evening. You're with Kayla every Wednesday morning. Now, do you are you? <laughs> don't you hate this? Are you on with uh, Kayla first because she's younger? more vibrant, far better looking, um, or do you like it because there are shorter segments of time and you can give a good, clear answer and get out, and then you come and deal with me after you've taken the easy route on Kayla's program? She is so going to kill me for this. But... Uh but, (laughs) <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, we, we have we have a dinner together for our, our group next week on Thursday. She's gonna she's gonna clean my clock, um, but it, it but it is good to have you here. A couple of things I want to go over with you, Congressman. If I could, um, the China balloon. Okay, the president is trying to tout. Um, let me give you. This is unfair to you. I'm going to give you my take. You just tell me where I'm wrong. Okay, he's trying to tout how great, mighty, and strong he is. When we let this thing meander and waltz clear across the span of our country, taking pictures and gathering evidence and sending it back to China telepathically of who knows what. And then we have these three somethings that we knocked down in northern Alaska and Canada. Uh, And it seems now that those were privately owned balloons, probably weather examination, what all that. So we can blow away stuff that's basically immaterial to us militarily. But China blows a balloon clear across our country, and we did nothing.
1: Uh, Pat, I've said this before many, many times. This is the most incompetent administration in American history, and this is a a perfect example of what I'm talking about. I mean, they, they shot down these three objects. He waits, the president waits several days to tell the American people what the heck is going on, and then what do we find out? We find out that the three objects, that our military shot down were actually private. Yep. In one case, uh, you know, a few guys that, as a hobby, put balloons together and make a, a weather balloon, and they, they, they shot it down. The one the, the object they shot down um, over um, over the Great Lakes, they fired a $400,000 missile and missed it. Yeah. On the first shot. <laughs> yep. Fired, shot it down on the second shot, and now they're telling us uh, that it was just a, a private um, uh, 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 object of some sort that doesn't have anything to do with the Chinese Communist Party. After, by the way, they, these guys told Congress a week ago that these three objects posed a national security threat. That's right. what they told us. Right. They, they briefed members of Congress and told us that. And now the president goes before the American people and tells a completely different story that is so embarrassing for this president. I'm, I'm surprised that he didn't do what he usually does and just lie about it.
0: Are, are, were you in any kind of a meeting when when things started to come clean? Hey, we, we kind of goofed. These were actually, you know, some fishermen put together a weather balloon or whatever it was, uh, these other three. After we had so screwed up everything with the China balloon, did, did, you, did you sit in any kind of a meeting when some of the truth started coming out and look at these guys and go, you have got to be kidding me?
1: No, I, of course not. I mean, th- these guys led us to believe that these three objects uh, pose a national security risk. Remember, NORAD has been around for 65 years. They've never shot down a single object until last week, and they shot down three in two days. And now they're telling us that they weren't what they said that they were. They were just private objects that didn't pose any real threat. Uh, Just days after they allowed a Chinese weather balloon to, to circumvent the entire United States of America before shooting it down on the East Coast. So the, the, the again this is the most incompetent uh, group of officials that have ever been assembled in a single administration with Joe Biden at the top of the list, Pete Buttigieg, all, all the others I mean these guys are so incompetent it's embarrassing for the United States of America.
0: Well just just a, a question you may or may not know, uh, but you would be far closer to it than me uh, uh, than I. The lovely Mrs. Miller, she just heard that. She just put another tick on my sheet. Um, but but let me ask you, Congressman, when we send a four hundred thousand dollar missile toward an object above Lake Huron and we miss it, where does that missile go?
1: Yeah, they they don't know. They they literally they they don't know uh, where that first missile that that didn't uh, didn't hit the target. They don't they don't know where it went. Uh, and that that's that's deeply troubling to me. Is a member of the Armed Services Committee, as a veteran myself, I care deeply about this. You know the strength and might of the American military. If we're if we're if we're if our military is to project strength uh, toward our adversaries like the Chinese Communist Party, like Russia, like Iran, like North Korea, what these jokers have done in the last week have have uh, have projected the pure opposite—not not just weakness, but they. They're, they're an embarrassing uh, uh, series of acts by this administration that doesn't do anything to deter our
0: adversaries. Somebody sent me a text, and they said, who cares about balloons? Well, these aren't little pink party balloons. In fact, Buttigieg probably would have gone after those. But, you know, who cares about balloons? This, this was a balloon that was good size. Uh, my understanding is it had a payload of maybe up to 1,000 to 2,000 pounds. And it had some capabilities. They could steer this thing uh, to a certain degree. Yes. And it could do it could do more than some of their satellites because satellites are way up there. Sometimes it's very hard through the atmosphere to focus on exactly what they want. If they had reconnaissance information on this balloon and they were only at sixty thousand feet and they hung over some of our uh, military posts and they did, it's it's almost unknown and immeasurable what they could have gotten from that.
1: Uh, that on top of how the administration handled it. I mean, they they wouldn't have said anything about it if, if some folks in Montana weren't looking up in the sky and saying, what the heck is that object flying in the sky? And then when we found out that it was likely a Chinese uh, spy balloon, then Ameri- most of America is outraged that the administration is just not talking about it, pretending like there's not a big Chinese spy balloon up in the sky, you know, following a track over key military installations and doing what it's intended to do. I mean, I I think if it weren't for the people of Montana looking up at the sky and getting upset about it, I don't think the administration would have done anything about it. No, we wouldn't have known. But on top of that, Pat, if you're, if you're rightly outraged about a, about the administration turning a blind eye to a, to a spy balloon flying over the United States of America, then you're really going to be upset about the other things that this administration allows to happen. Like Confucius institutes on university campuses, Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the efforts by the Chinese Communist Party to steal our sensitive military research and secrets in broad daylight, what they do to place um, uh, officials in the United States that steer uh, pension dollars, and U.S. taxpayer dollar investments and pension funds to go to pay for the Chinese Communist Party's military. The administration doesn't do anything about that. Um, and I could go on and on and on about what this administration what the Biden administration has turned a blind eye to when it comes to our biggest adversary being the Chinese communist party. So this spy balloon is sort of, to me, it's symbolic. Um, it's skimming the surface of what Joe Biden is allowing China to get away with.
0: Well, and, and people say, so why, why turn a blind eye to China? Because China, they've had their financial hooks into Biden and his family for quite some time, kind of like Russia. I mean, our two biggest adversaries, they've, they've got more access probably to the mindset and the fear of the guy in the White House than any Republican on Capitol Hill.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I, that's just a fact. You can't argue with that, that the, the Biden family was taking money from the Chinese Communist Party and the big guy was skimming 10% off the top. And you, you got that, you got those entanglements. Be from the Biden family with the Chinese Communist Party, and then you also have to look at what the Chinese Communist Party has done to buy off the Democrat Party. Mm -hmm. I mean, the the biggest donors to the Democrat Party today are multinational corporations and big tech companies that are owned by or controlled by Chinese Communist Party interests. So, of course, the Democrats are going to turn a blind eye to our biggest adversary, They're, they're on the hook.
0: You take balloons, and the problem with balloons and traversing the country, and then you add to that now trains, where we have, and I don't think China's behind this, although I don't know that yet, but you have trains with derailments, two of them in two days, uh, and and you've got all that going on. And now Governor DeWine, and to me this is amazing. Governor DeWine uh, is there in Ohio, is saying that they have asked FEMA and asked FEMA and asked FEMA for help with new Palestine and the FEMA president Biden's FEMA is still denying assistance. If this had been Donald Trump or pick any other Republican president in the last 50 years, they would be picking him clean right now. And the press and everybody else is just giving the Biden administration an absolute pass. What about the suffering of the people in Ohio?
1: Yeah, the people of Ohio, but the people in a a broad area, even in Indiana and outside of Ohio who are affected by this. And I'm, I'm, Deeply concerned about it, you know. You, you, you go back and think about that fake infrastructure bill that the Democrats passed. You know, what was it? Probably a couple of years ago now. Right, right. Um, that like less than twenty percent of that bill. You know, uh, tri- it, it was uh, it, hundreds of billions of dollars. I mean, I forget the I forget the ultimate price tag. It was a lot, lot, a big spending bill. They called it an infrastructure bill, but it was like less than well less than 20 percent of the bill actually went to pay for infrastructure roads bridges rails ports um, and the rest of it was all about the green new deal i mean that's that's the religion of the of the modern democrat party the green new deal so that's been their focus and instead of that maybe if that infrastructure bill actually paid for infrastructure you wouldn't have multiple train derailments and a lot of the other infrastructure crises that we've seen on Pete Judge and Joe Biden's watch. So but you, got, you got to think about that for a minute. But you're, you're exactly right. If, if Donald Trump were president today and he was refusing assist, FEMA assistance to the people of Ohio to take care of this catastrophe, They'd be calling for Donald Trump to resign immediately. And in this case, the mainstream media is giving him a total pass.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you this. I'd be far more comfortable if Donald Trump was in the White House right now. I'd be far more comfortable if DeSantis was in the White House right now. I would even be far more comfortable if Nikki Haley was in the White House right now.
1: Yeah, I would I would too. I'd take any of them over this president, who's, again, the most incompetent president uh, that we've ever seen in the White House. And and the the issues keep piling up. I, I I know people of northeast Indiana are outraged about it, as you should be. You're you're seeing this play out um, in a significant way. The issues keep adding up, and his incompetence is on full display. So we can't see a new leader in the White House soon enough.
0: I think you're exactly right. Well, listen, Congressman, thank you very much for being available with us today. Uh, when you talk to Kayla next Wednesday, you let her know, that you appreciate being able to do the interview light that you do with her every week, and that the substantive stuff will come the next day when you're on with me. So (laughs) Uh,
1: uh, uh, You're going to get me in trouble, but... uh, Uh, That's that's part of my goal. Have a good day.
0: Yeah, that's part of my goal. Thank you very much, Jim Banks. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Podcasts by Federated Media.